Does a new sin or a new temptation mean that I've lost my faith? Hey, YouTube theologians. Pastor Wolfmuller here. Uh, don't use my name asks this question. Uh, does a new sin mean that I've lost my faith? Uh, any biblical advice on this? Uh, thank you for the question. The answer is no. In fact, your awareness of your sin is an indication that you have faith. Remember, the awareness of sin is the first freedom. There's three freedoms, right? The, the, and it's a half freedom. It only gets you halfway there. But the recognition of our sin, and especially the recognition that our sin is against God, that is the, the first gift that the Holy Spirit gives. Jesus says the Holy Spirit will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Uh, so those three things, sin, righteousness, judgment, and this... Um, and so the three freedoms that we have are, the first is recognition of sin, and the second is recognition of Christ. That's true freedom. And the third, the fruit of all this, the third freedom is joy in repentance or the confidence that the devil's destroyed, however you want to put it. So, so, um, so this recognition of sin is a work of the Holy Spirit. Now, some people can recognize that they make mistakes and that they do things wrong. And the, the real recognition that the Lord gives us is that we've broken His law and offended His holiness. And as we uh, mature in Christ, and I'm not talking from experience, I'm just talking from reading the Bible, so don't, don't get the idea that I'm some sort of master of biblical wisdom here, some sort of judo in sanctification. But, but the, Bible t the Bible tells us that we, have, uh, uh, that we have a continual recognition of our own sinfulness. In fact, uh, the, the, this is one of the reasons the law is always being preached to us. So Jesus comes and says, you've heard it said, and I say to you, and so the law shows us our own sin. It reveals to us our, our own um, breaking of God's commandments, our own failures, our own weaknesses, and so forth. Uh, the law, especially think of Romans chapter 3, where Paul talks about how the law will um, stop every mouth. So that we're on this business of justifying ourselves or arguing our own goodness. And the law comes along and says, no, quiet. That's a sign for no, but that's, isn't that great actually? This just shut the mouth. Our, our own argument for our own goodness is stopped. So that John says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now, this means that in the normal course of Christian of the Christian life, which is meditating on the Lord's word and trying to keep the law and trying to believe the promises, this normal life is going to show us uh, new sins. Well, uh, it's going to reveal new struggles, and this also happens just as we progress through life. So there's some great wisdom in the large catechism where Luther talks about how sin comes from the world, the flesh, and the devil. It comes with different intensities in different times of life. So for example, youth is a particular 
difficulty there where there's times where we're tempted by the flesh and then when you get older you're tempted more by the world and when you believe the promises of the gospel and you trust in God you're tempted more by the devil himself so there's different phases of uh, battles for the life of sanctification <laughs> and it's it's kind of nice actually you know in a home in a in generally in a home you'd have a generation or two there and the kids are busy fighting against the flesh and the parents can see it and help them and say hey stay sober stay chaste and the parents are busy fighting against the world and the children can help them hey trust in God don't worry so forth so that you know you got you have different generations fighting on different levels of sin and so forth and so you can kind of help keep an eye on each other it's kind of nice uh, almost as if the Lord designed it that way and it often happens that you know say say you're fighting a particular temptation let's just say that uh, you like to gas off you have you lose your temper you get angry and curse and you're fighting against that and you're praying that the Lord would help you to have a longer fuse and that your words would be encouraging and not insulting and that you would have sanctified speech and so forth so you're you're trying to fight to love your neighbor by by, by not screaming at him <laughs> and let's say that uh, by the gift of the Holy Spirit the Lord strengthens you in this fight and you become more patient and you become more calm and you become less angry and then the next the next thing that happens is then you start to get proud of it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy. Remember, it's the flip side. Remember, temptation always comes with two, in two waves. You're tempted to sin, and then the next wave is, what are you going to do with the sin? Are you going to hide it? Are you going to boast in it? Are you going to ignore it? Or are you going to repent of it? What are you going to think of your sin? Well, the same thing happens with your good works. You, you, you managed finally to do a good work, and now the next thing is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to be proud of it? <laughs> and, then, and then you get proud of your good works, and then you, now you're ashamed of your pride. And then and you're like, but I can't hate the good work, but, oh, what a crazy thing. Uh, in fact, anytime we look at ourselves, this is going to be it, right? I mean, we can't. We, we are on this pendulum of pride and despair back and forth and the only hope is to fix our eyes on Christ it's like this trick when you get car sick and you just gotta put your eyes on the horizon <laughs> anytime we try to check in on ourselves and check our own spiritual pulse you know how's my faith how's how's my humility <laughs> How's my pride? Lord, help us. We're going to fix our eyes on Jesus, and that's, that's the only way out. So our eyes fixed on Jesus in faith, and our eyes fixed on our neighbors in love. You know, how can I bless and serve the people around me? That's the only way out. So, uh, new temptations, new struggles with sin will often come over the horizon. 
and this is not uh, this is not an indication that you've lost your faith. Uh, it's an indication that you are at war with the devil. But the Lord fights for you, uh, and God be praised that uh, that He has won the victory. So thanks for uh, thank you. No, don't mention my name for the question. Wonderful question. Uh, if you have more questions, or if any of you watching have questions, fantastic. Wolfmuller.co slash contact. You can sign up for the Wednesday whatnot that you're there when you're there, but I gotta figure out how to write the Wednesday whatnot while I'm in the Austin traffic. Ugh. And here's a video if you wanna if you wanna wander down the wormhole of of uh, Lutheran becoming a Lutheran wait, of becoming a YouTube theologian. Here you go. See you soon. God's peace be with you.